everybody. This is Melissa, and you are listening to Mind Your Own Karma. I hope you guys had a great week. Um, last week, we talked about homecoming, and we were talking about coming home to yourself. We talked about how to love ourselves first and maybe shedding some of the labels that we've put on ourselves and that others have put on ourselves that just don't serve us anymore. We talked about how we stand in our own way and how we self-sabotage and why we feel like we are not worthy of receiving things in our lives and or worthy of having things or even being happy. I hope you were able to do a little self-reflection about some of those things and um, started trying to figure out what was your story to yourself and what are some of the negative things that you're telling yourself in your story that is creating your everyday and your future. If you did some of that self-reflection and you had a few epiphanies, I would appreciate it if you would um, drop me a DM and just kind of let me know what those were, if you're able to share that with me and um, just how it's affected you and what changes you're going to make. It's difficult a lot of times to realize that you have been self-sabotaging and just to come to that realization that you're the one standing in your own way. It can be pretty scary, but at the same time, finding out that you're the one in control can be can make you feel a little bit better too, that you are the one that can control your destiny, your life, and all the things that you want and that you want to have. And realizing that no one can give anybody control over you except for you. And that can be a pretty freeing thought to have and a realization to have. So today we're kind of launching off of what we talked about last week. And I'm super excited because it's the new year. And I'm sure some of you have done your resolution about exercising, getting into shape. Well, we are going to talk about your abundance muscles and how we are going to work out those abundance muscles to get what we want in life and how we can get anything we want in life, which is so crazy to think about. I think, you know, we're not brought up to believe that. And it just sounds like such a hokey idea, but get on the hokey train with me because it really is true. And like I said, I've been practicing it pretty steadily for a while now, and I'm still exercising my abundance muscles because I'm still limiting myself and I can see that and I'm working on it little by little. And I'm just trying to change my outlook and my views and my attitude and just be more positive and more gracious in my everyday life brings more of that to me. So let's jump right in and just say that abundance is really a mindset because it really is. It's the paradigm or belief that there's plenty of everything for everyone. So it's kind of like last week um, when I was talking about podcasting and how I could have quit just thinking that there's probably hundreds of other people talking about the same subject that I am, but they aren't me. And so we aren't saying the same thing the same way. And so there's people that are going to resonate with them and like their style and how they're saying things. And then hopefully there's people that are resonating with me and like the way that I'm saying things. And there's room for the table for you too. So it doesn't matter who else is doing it, who else is saying it, who else is making it, because they're not going to do it like you do. And they're not going to bring your personality to it. And it'll be different than everyone else's. And that's where the abundance comes in. And that's where your story is so, so important because what are you telling yourself? Are you telling yourself, well, that person does it a lot better than I would do it, 
or, you know, I can't do it like they do, or they're already doing it, so why am I going to try? So those are all self-sabotaging thoughts that really don't add up when you talk about abundance. And really, all those self-sabotaging thoughts, if you really think about it, is just your ego. And it's your ego trying to protect you from getting hurt. And it's your ego trying to protect you from what if nobody buys this? Nobody wants this. Um, So, you know, thanks ego, but no thanks because I'm doing it anyway and I'm going to be successful and there are people out there that are going to want my thing, whatever that is. And you know what? So you go out there and maybe your first go around is a flop. That's okay because then you look at it, you learn from it and you do better when you know better and you just keep going. There are people out there waiting for you to show up and they're not going to get that thing, whatever it is, if you don't show up. The gifts that only you can bring are needed in this world. So you have a responsibility to show up. So not only are there people waiting for you to show up, but the abundance is there for you to take it. You know, there was a study done where somebody asked older people what they regretted in life. And most of the people asked said they regretted not doing that thing. That thing that they really wanted to do, but they didn't try. And now they look back and they regret not trying. So why not just try? And then the other thing is, why do we quit? Like as soon as it looks like it's going to get hard or it looks like we're not making it because we want that gratitude. We want that payoff like yesterday. Like you put that one thing out there and you expect, you know, the money in hand. I'm making money. I'm being successful. And it doesn't always happen that way. Again, that's just our ego and our self-sabotaging little ways of down talking to ourselves. Oh, I told you you couldn't do it. Why do we talk to ourselves that way? Why can't we just look at it and say, okay, that didn't work. So let's look at why and let's try this. If you really want something, then that's what you have to do. Don't just quit as soon as it starts getting hard. So let's just stop self-sabotaging ourselves with our mind chatter and what we say to ourselves and stop saying because of blank, I can't have this, I can't achieve this or that. Because if you say it and believe it, that's what you're going to achieve. So yes, you're right. You're not going to get it. And there we go down the self-destructive path. We need to start noticing when we're talking to ourselves that way. You know, we get enough of that in life from other people. We don't need to be telling ourselves those negative things. And they're just not true. They're just not. So why are we saying those things to ourselves? There needs to be a new be kind movement. And that needs to start with ourselves. We need to be kind to ourselves first and then go out and every day be kind to other people. Let's be mindful of that. What would the world look like if we were kind to other people? We walked by a stranger and gave him a compliment. The world would look so much different. I think that's what I'm going to start doing this week. I'm going to start, should be start doing every day is um, be mindful about handing out compliments to other people. 
and just making other people feel good in just those small little ways. It's such an easy thing, but we just get going, get on our day and just keep on going. And we just don't think about it. You know, that's a habit that I need to start practicing. So talking about practicing habits, what is the habit that you are practicing right now? Is it a good habit or a self-destructive habit? So let's kind of dissect that and think about it. Practice makes perfect and practice will bring about what will be. So again, the good news is, or maybe it's the bad news for some of you, is that you're the one in control of everything that comes into your life and everything that comes into your existence. You're in control of that. So are you practicing positive thoughts to yourself and gratitude, or are you practicing negative thought and self-sabotaging thoughts? What are you practicing? Because practice is what is going to become your reality. And just like anything else we practice, it might feel unnatural at first. It might feel weird. I mean, if you start a sport, baseball, it might feel weird swinging a bat at first or trying to catch a ball. But the more you practice it, the more second nature it becomes and the better you become at it. So that's how we need to think about practicing abundance and positive self-talk to ourselves. I don't know if you've ever seen the video of this little girl. It was viral for a while and she has this you know, pretty curly blondish hair and she's in her bathroom and she's standing on the vanity and she's facing her mirror and she's like doing this self-talk cheer to herself. And she's like two or three, you know, and she's like, I like my hair. I like my toys. I like my sister. I like my house. I like this. I like that. I'm the best. And she just keeps like going on and on. And it is just so cute, but literally that is what we need to do. I mean, as a little kid, we think that's so cute and probably looks silly for us to do it, but literally that's what you need to do. That little girl was being grateful for what she had, but at the same time, doing that, that positive self-talk to generate the positivity needed for the abundance so that when she asks, she's open to getting it and gracious when she does get it. So that's one way to exercise your abundance muscles. So what are other ways that we can exercise our abundance muscles? And what's the workout that we have to do to manifest all the good that we want to come into our lives? We've always been taught that if you work hard, you get what you want. But what if I told you that to manifest anything, it really takes 99% of your vibration and only 1% of actual doing. So what is spiritual vibration? It is a concept that it's based on the idea, basically, that all matter in the universe is made up of energy that vibrates. And this includes everything. So it includes you, your pets, your house, all your material possessions, food, liquids, everything is made up of matter, and it all has a frequency thought is that lower frequency vibrations are produced by negativity. So anytime you're feeling fear, anxiety, jealousy, hatred, that is considered a low frequency. And higher frequency vibrations are produced by positivity. So love, sympathy, gratitude, confidence, those are considered all higher frequency vibrations. So how do you know what your frequency is in any given moment? 
your feelings are the barometer for that. So what are you feeling right now? And that will tell you what your frequency is. A fun little test that you might do is when you're at work or you're going to the store, just notice people around you and see if you can feel a vibration off of those people. See if you can feel if they're negative or positive. It's kind of an interesting little exercise to do. I know for me, sometimes I'll feel like a person is just sucking all the energy out of me and I just am tired after I've spent some time with them. So those kind of things that you notice, or I don't know, I just find those things kind of interesting. So that's my little quick TED talk on vibration. If you don't really know what um, I mean by vibration when I talk about that. I'm telling you that it is possible that there is little to no work involved. That thing that we've been told that you have to work hard to get anything in life, you can do it that way, but you don't have to. I mean, is your mind kind of blown right now? Are you saying like, well, what do you mean? I mean, that all things work for me and I don't have to work for all things. So interestingly enough, if you're Christian, even in the Bible in Ephesians 3.20, it says, Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory. So if I look at that verse through consciousness, notice it says his power. So his power, meaning God or the universe or whatever you call that. So not your power. And then it says, who is able to do immeasurably more than we ask or imagine. And you see it every day. We ask our ask ourselves why some have things that we want when we have worked hard for those things and we still don't have them. And we sit there and we're confused and mad because we say it isn't fair. And we say the universe isn't fair and it's out to get me. And we throw tantrums like a little kid feels like when they didn't get what they want or get what they think they deserve. And we're mad because they didn't work as hard as we did to try and achieve that same thing. Well, maybe it wasn't about the work. Maybe it's about the energy or the vibration and the abundance and the allowance. What I say to you is that you're probably going about it the hard way. It's much easier than you're making it out to be in your attitude and your mindset all are delaying what you want. If you don't have money, money isn't the problem. Mindset that it has to be hard instead of just allowing it. If you identify and you always say, I'm poor, I don't have enough money for this or that, and that's your vibration because that's what you're saying. So that's going to be a reality. And that vibration attracts more of that vibration to you. Why? Because when poor is your focus, that is what you see all around you. Just like people say, every time they look at a clock, it's 11:11. Why is that? I bet they look at the clock multiple times a day, but their focus, because their focus and attention is on seeing 11:11, it triggers that thought when they see that number, even though they've seen the clock 15 other times that day. When they see that number, it's like, I always see that number because that's their focus and it's been their practice. So they're not seeing all those other numbers. They're seeing that number. So if you practice on seeing the positivity, you're going to see the positivity. Practice the art of noticing and allowing and give yourself permission for it to be easy. Write a permission slip for yourself. 
I give myself permission for it to be easy, whatever it is, fill in the blank and sign your name or better yet, write a permission slip that says, I give permission for the universe to have all things work for me and I don't have to work for all things. Your vibration, your soul has no limits or restrictions. You are the one that puts the limits and restrictions on yourself. And it's not hard because all you have to do to start is to notice every little good and joyful thing that comes along. Just notice that made me feel good. That's it. Have gratitude for everything. Thank you. I can, I can have gratitude for anything. I can have gratitude for this pen I'm holding right now. I could say, pen, first off, I want to tell you how beautiful you are. You're a perfect shade of turquoise. You're so pretty and you have glitter on it. And it says, mind your own karma, which I love on the side. Um, and you write so smooth in my favorite color, which is black. And thank you for giving me joy when I write with you. Thank you for reminding me of my accomplishment of creating and hosting a podcast this year and all that I've achieved and I've learned to get here. And I could, I could go on and on and on about this pen in my hand and how grateful I am to have this pen. I got my third COVID shot yesterday and I was not feeling well for about 12 hours. And I was laying there trying not to feel sorry for myself. And I was like, I'm never doing another stupid booster again. This is horrible, right? And I'm sitting there trying to figure out what's the positive in this? Where's my gratitude? And I am, I did have gratitude. Thank you. Thank you for helping keep me safe. You know, thank you for making me rest. Like I had to stay in bed for like 12 hours and I never do that. Like I'm running from one thing to another. So thank you for making me stop and actually have to rest. Like I have to. So there were some gratitude things in there that I had to like sift through and I had to really find because I was my vibration was low. My frequency was sucky. So it took a second, you know, but I did, I did that. As soon as I noticed myself in that lower vibration, I stopped and I reevaluated and I found some little gems in there to raise my vibration. And you know what? It literally made me feel so much better. And I'm like, you know, 98% back to normal right now, just a few hours later. So it works. It really works. So yes, it's as easy as that. And when you get into that gratitude mindset about something, just milk it. And then when you're done being gracious for whatever it is, just say thank you. And I cannot wait to see what you bring me next. What are you bringing me next, universe? I am so excited. I can't wait to see what it is. So yeah, I could have laid in my bed and I could have said, I have a headache and I don't feel good and I'm freezing. I can't get warm and blah, 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 all the negative, negative. And can you feel the negative? Can you feel that you're not in alignment with yourself? Like you feel bad, right? So that's how you know. You just check in with yourself. How did that make me feel? It makes me feel like crap. 
And so I'm going to keep feeling like crap if I keep talking to myself that way. So what did I do? I changed the narrative. I told a different story. And here I am, like I said, feeling almost 100% better just a couple hours later. Man, there's some days I wish I could go back and re-raise my kids. My gosh, I shoot. Seriously, because I mean, can you imagine if we started this gratitude practice with small kids? I mean, what a freaking gift that is. I mean, what that's a gift to give to them. If you want your children to be happy, healthy, self-sufficient, and have all the abundance that they desire, teach them mindfulness. Teach them that they are a vibration in human form that can control everything that comes to them. They get to control that. Ask them, can you imagine if you asked your child to show themselves to you, their true authentic selves, whatever it is, and you let them know that you're not afraid of who they are or what they would reveal to you, whatever it is. You have to be pretty brave to say that to your child. Show me who you are and it will be okay, whatever you tell me. Let them be themselves with no shame or judgment. What a gift. What a gift to give anybody, even an an adult, truly. I mean, do any of us feel like we can be truly, totally authentic with anybody in our lives? I mean, you might have one or two people. I'm hoping you have some. Um, But I bet you some people don't have anybody. That's kind of sad. But to feel like you could be who you are without being judged. I mean, I think we all have felt judged at some point. We're human. Um, So I believe we all have felt the judgment of others before. But to not have that would be the greatest gift to give anybody. And if I'm being totally authentic with you and honest... Um, one of my favorite things to do is people watch and I've really had to stop and look at what I'm saying about people because it's not nice and I'm judging people and I don't like that about myself. And so I've been trying to catch myself when I start doing that and just tell myself, you know, that's not nice. And why can't I turn that around and instead of being negative comments, why can't it be positive comments? You know, why can't I say nice things about people? Um, so that's what I'm, I'm trying to do. I've, you know, I'm a work in progress. So um, sometimes I'm not succeeding in that, but I'm trying and I'm trying to practice it. I'm trying to make it my practice So because I've practiced the opposite for so long, it's, you know, I have to catch myself, but that's the whole process of what I'm trying to to say is you got to practice it so that it becomes your habit. Another habit, speaking about habits that I have noticed that a lot of people have is a lot of people think that the universe is out to get them, that nothing good happens to them. And that's what they're creating in their lives. And instead of saying, the universe is against me, say, what is the universe trying to teach me? Because yes, the universe can make things 
feel uncomfortable for you to get you to move in the direction that you need to be going, but it doesn't mean it's against you. It's for you, actually. One of my mentors, her saying is, she calls those things the beautiful nose, because sometimes the nose that we get We think it's the universe against us, but it's actually pointing us into a better direction. So it's a beautiful no, because if that thing I wanted would have happened, I wouldn't have got this better thing. So when we get the no, we just have to turn our thinking around and say, okay, thank you universe for sending me into a different direction. Maybe I thought I wanted to go this way, but you know what's best for me. And so I cannot wait to see where you're going to take me now. So you could totally have that negative vibration at that point and say, I really wanted that job, that thing, whatever it was. And I thought I was going to get it. I had a great interview. Everything went perfect. They liked me, I thought, but I'm not getting that phone call. Well, maybe everything did go perfectly. And maybe you were the best person for the job, but the universe has something better for you. And so they gave you the beautiful no. So just wait for it because it will be revealed. And sometimes that's the hardest spot to be is in the pause, the pause in between something you had and what is to come. And I've been in that a lot lately with this podcast and just being uncertain about things and waiting for a certain thing to happen and kind of freaking out because I have to record soon and what am I going to do about that? And so I'm just waiting, but it's the universe has been faithful and it's come through every single time. And so I've learned to just sit back and wait and to be honest Like I said, it's come through every single time. The timing of everything is perfect. And it's kind of nice not to have to control that or feel like I have to do something because I really don't. If I have to do something, it's revealed to me, but usually it just comes to me. Like it'll just fall into my lap. And so it's kind of cool that I don't have to do. And again, that's that 99% vibration and 1% doing. The only thing I have to do is reach out and grab it because it like literally falls into my lap. So all you have to do is really get your mind right, which will get your thoughts right. And in the end, just be kind to yourself. Just remove the complacency of not having, not feeling, not living. Just remove it. If you've shut out everything and have numbed yourself because nothing feels good anymore, it's going to take some time to feel again. So be kind to yourself. If you are one of those negative people, I dare you to change the narrative. I dare you to say everything good happens to me and the universe is waiting for me to receive everything I desire. And I bet that's really hard to say for some people right now because it seems Pollyannish and it seems fake and it doesn't seem real because you don't feel that way down deep inside for many reasons, but it can be a reality. It really can. And if you practice it along with gratitude, I promise you, you'll see a change. Even if you don't feel it at first, it'll come in time. But the longer you wait to start, the longer you are delaying the good that is waiting to come to you. And what is kind of coming to me 
right now, what I'm feeling is some resistance. And I'm feeling that some people just don't want to feel good. Some people just want to stay in the pit. And it just makes me so sad. Some people are holding grudges and are so mad about whatever it is that's keeping them in the pit that they don't want to let it go so that they can dig their way out, so that they could start crawling their way out. They want to hang on to the resistance and the anger of whatever, but you got to let it go. Otherwise, you're not going to get where you want to go. You're not going to be who you want to be. You have to forgive, not forget. You can't change the past. And maybe you're waiting for somebody to come to you and apologize for something or say that they were did you wrong or whatever it is. You might never get that. But you know what else you're not going to ever get again is this time. You're not going to get this time back. So the longer you hold that grudge, the longer you're delaying your happiness. So whose fault is that? This is where you have to save yourself. You may never get what you're waiting for. You may never get that thing that you think is going to make you whole and heal from whoever you're waiting to get it from. So you're going to have to get it from yourself. And you can do that. I did that. I had to do it. And it was the most self-healing and self-fulfilling thing. One of the most incredible things I've ever done for myself is to free myself from other people and the waiting for them to do what I thought I needed them to do to make me happy or to get me where I wanted to go. I didn't need that. I didn't need them. All I needed was me. Maybe you think you just aren't ready to receive it, or maybe you think you don't deserve it. Sometimes the labels are so heavy on us that it seems impossible to strip down to nothing and start over. There's that protective ego, again, trying to protect you from getting hurt or saying this is all stupid and be embarrassing to do any of these things I'm telling you to do. So many reasons I'm feeling right now for resistance from some people, but I'm asking those of you that feel that way to just try if you can. Just try. Just start. The universe isn't going to ask you to be anything other than who you are. And what's the worst that can happen? So you look back and say, well, I looked foolish doing a little cheer in my bathroom in front of the mirror or whatever. Okay, so people think I'm out there with some of this thinking all the time. And I just, it just doesn't matter to me because... I'm on a different road than they are, and that's okay. I don't take it personal, and some people are just uncomfortable with where they are when they see that I'm comfortable in what I'm doing. It makes them uncomfortable. I get it, 
This way of thinking and being, it wasn't taught to most of us, so it's weird and uncomfortable for a lot of people. I'm just bringing you what's worked for me, and hopefully I'm provoking some self-reflection in you to see if this is something that might work for you. If it's not, then that's fine. Again, just be kind to yourself. I I don't want to make anyone feel bad or make them feel that they're doing something wrong. I just, I want to say I have such compassion with where you are right now. Because in the end, everyone is doing their best with what they have and what they know. And with the baggage that everybody carries. But I want to say you're not the baggage that you carry. And you're not your labels. And you're not all the hats that you wear. You're so much more than all that small thinking. You're so much bigger than that. And that is what the universe wants you to know and wants you to experience. I mean, I've said previously that the universe worked in whispers with me when I started this podcast journey. It was a whisper and I had so many reasons I could have told myself not to try. One being I had never even listened to a podcast before in my life. I'm a living testament to the saying, what you focus on expands, because this has been my focus. I'm telling you, I have absolutely no expectations on where this is going to go. I mean, Anchor puts out my podcast to all the Spotify and Google and Apple and all that good stuff. And they make all these charts and numbers and demographics and blah, blah, blah. But I, I don't even look at them. I don't. I think I've probably looked two times. And the numbers, they just don't mean anything to me. If you're listening right now, you were supposed to hear the message I had today. I don't know why. Maybe there is one thing you were supposed to hear and the rest is garbage to you, but I don't have to work at getting listeners because I believe that if you are meant to hear it, you will, period. I don't know why I'm supposed to be doing this podcast. Maybe this is it, or maybe it's leading me to something else. I don't know. Maybe it's leading me to something better. I have no idea, but I don't even worry about it. Because I know the universe is moving mountains for me to get where I need to be because I'm allowing it and receiving it with gratitude. And I'm taking you all on my journey and sharing my struggles and achievements and being a living vessel for what I bring here. I want to be the living truth for you to be brave and show up. Just show up. I mean, I can tell you that creating, recording, and actually putting a podcast on the air has been a huge achievement for me. And achievement is great. Getting and receiving is great. But when you get whatever it is that you wanted, do you stop wanting? Are you done dreaming and growing? Have you reached the happiness, holy land? No. And why? Because we're here to evolve and grow, not to attain and then just be complacent. 
I saw this meme the other day and it showed two people talking. And the first one said, man, last year was horrible. I wonder what this year is going to bring. And the second person says, it's going to bring flowers. And the first person said, how do you know? And the second person said, because that's what I'm planting. I'm planting flowers. So what are you planting this year? You know what they say, you reap what you sow. So why don't you decide to reap something good? You know, nobody knows how much time they have left. You think you know, but you don't. I lost a close friend last year. She didn't make it to 42. She fought hard. She had cancer for two years. And I don't think she ever thought to stop fighting. To the very, very end, she never stopped. Because she had so much life to live. She didn't want to die. But for some reason, it was her time, and I don't know why. But you just don't know. And so you just have to start. You don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. But I saw this poem, story, whatever you want to call it, on Facebook. Um, my friend Christy George posted this, and she gave me permission to read it on the podcast. And I hope it helps even one person. It's called The Train. At birth, we board the train and meet our parents. And we believe they will always be traveling by our side. As time goes by, other people will board the train and they will be significant. Like our siblings, our friends, children, strangers, and even the love of your life. However, at some station, our parents will step down from the train, leaving us on this journey alone. Others will step down over time and leave a permanent vacuum. Some, however, will go so unnoticed that we don't even realize they vacated their seats. This train ride will be full of joy, sorrow, fantasy, expectations, hellos, goodbyes, and farewells. Success consists of having a good relationship with all passengers, requiring that we give the best of ourselves. The mystery to everyone is, we do not know at which station we ourselves will step down. So we must live in the best way, love, forgive, and offer the best of who we are. It is important to do this because when the time comes for us to step down and leave our seat empty, we should leave behind beautiful memories for those who will continue to travel on the train of life. I wish you a joyful journey for the coming years on your train of life. Reap success, give lots of love, and be happy. More importantly, thank the universe for the journey. Lastly, I want to thank you for being one of the passengers on my train. That's it for today's episode of Mind Your Own Karma. I hope you were able to extract some little gems out of the episode. As always, take what you need and leave what you don't. And always remember to mind your own karma. 
See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Mind Your Own Karma podcast today. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a comment below. You can click the subscribe tab to get notified of future episodes so you won't miss a thing. You can also find my Instagram and Facebook links below if you would like to follow me there as well. If you would like to send me a message, have an idea for an upcoming episode, or even think you or someone you know might be a great guest on the podcast, you can email me at mindyourownkarma at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next week.